Views expressed by Casters Guild members are only the opinions of that member, and that could change from day to day. Guild members may use mature language, but that in no way means they are mature. Listener discretion is advised. 2021 has been a crazy year for us. Weekly episodes, Twitch streams, and brand new members. This might be the end of Season 2, but we have plenty more to go. And that's the spell we're casting tonight on Casters Guild. Thank you for tuning in tonight's episode of Casters Guild. I am your guild master of production, Rick Perry. And I am your guild master of, I guess, interpersonal relations. I don't I don't know. That sounds dirty. <laughs> the closest thing we have to an HR department. Sure, yeah. Baron <laughs> King. And uh, tonight, you know, we just want to sit down with you guys and talk about season two. You know, um, nothing super formal i wouldn't say this will be like a normal episode where we're trying to stick to a particular topic we're just gonna shoot the shit and talk about whatever and hopefully you all enjoy that because uh this is the last chance we're gonna get to talk to you guys at least in this format until next year it's kind of sad now that you know i was kind of excited to do it then you know just thinking (laughs) about it's like yeah this this kind of sucks But, I mean, it it has to happen. We have to have downtime. We have to have time to think about shit. We have to, you know, have to give things time to come out. I mean, how are we supposed to talk about, you know, Eternals and the Marvels and, you know, the Miss Marvel TV show and, you know, all of the shit that Marvel is going to be shoving up our asses here pretty soon? How are we supposed to talk about that? We don't have a break. How are we supposed to turn into an entirely Marvel podcast overnight if we don't take season breaks, you know? It's either D&D or Marvel, and I think that Marvel is just pumping out more product at this point. So, so yeah, I mean, it's kind of bittersweet because while I am looking forward to take a nice, you know, hiatus, a, mid, a, a between seasons break, I'm equally excited to start the next season and start talking about new stuff. Um, I, and, mean, I look forward to recording this every week, so. And and the funny thing about that is, is, you know, you say, look forward to taking a break, but do you think we're really going to be taking a break? We're taking a break from this. Right. (laughs) One of the things that we'll definitely talk about tonight is all the places that you can find us in between seasons and all the other things we're going to be doing. We have have other places to find us at? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. (laughs) So... This past season, we did 28 episodes, if you don't count this one. Which um, is, I mean, way more than we did last year. Yeah, we did 20 last year. Um, oh. 19, if you don't count the season finale, once again. The, here's, I feel like we did a lot more this year. I know, and here's why. I thought about okay. it. I thought about it. One, we took two big, big breaks this year that we did not take oh, last yeah. year. Because of That's big right. life events that happened to me. Um, right. If we had kept up the pace that we started in between those like breaks, we'd have been 35, 40 episodes. This That's fair. Yeah. Plus, we were doing a lot of things other than the podcast, which were keeping us busy in like a production level. That's so also true. We did do way more than we did last year, even though we only produced eight or nine more episodes. Right. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, I guess that's what it is. It just feels feels like we did a lot more we were moving and at we a, did a breakneck pace this year is what it was right 
yeah, I think we did pretty good for ourselves. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and I think we covered a much wider range of topics this year. Mm -hmm. Something I thought might be fun, if it's something that you want to do, is since it is only 28 episodes, I was going to go down the list of titles and we can talk about things that maybe we didn't get to talk about when that episode came out. If we want to give like a, a short thing where like, oh, this happened during this year since that episode. And I think I want to bring it up. Okay. So uh, the first one was reintroductions. Uh, we reintroduced ourselves. I'd say since we recorded that episode, I've changed quite a bit as a person um, as, and as a guild master. I've had some major things happen in my life. But I'll save a lot of that for the season three reintroductions because we're going to have to have something to talk about for that. Episode. Right. Yeah. We can't reintroduce ourselves now. Right. <laughs> um, after yeah. that, um, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, but I, I mean, I definitely didn't have as many life events as you have, but I've definitely had. I, I mean, I've definitely been moving and making changes in in my at least my online life. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, definitely. It is definitely going to be an interesting reintroduction. I will say, perhaps I might have made more changes. Like, Rick Perry, the the, produ the producer, had more yes. changes. And yes. Baron Kane, the guild master, probably had a lot more changes. Like, you've done... That's fair. Made a lot of changes on that side. Right. You, you the personality, have changed. Me... No, 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 wait, hold on. You... The person have changed. Me, the personality yeah, has changed. Exactly. My characters. I mean, not that this is a character. I am definitely an interdimensional <laughs> guildmaster. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, after that, we recorded the Naruto episode, which was, uh, I think, a pretty big one for us as far as, like, it was technically the first one we recorded this year. You know, we went back and re-recorded introductions and then just release them in the opposite order but it was you know the entry into season two it was less sitting down and going yep this is it from now on we're recording every week and uh it was definitely the start of a whole new thing for us yes that that was definitely you know what it felt like to me is like us us doing the introductions was us getting in the car mm -hmm. the naruto episode was us stepping on the gas yeah absolutely so, yeah, definitely. We didn't even it, it didn't even feel like we took time to to start the car. As soon as we got done with that Naruto episode, we're like, yeah, we're doing that. We're, you know, we're hitting this hard. We're we're turning this into a jab. Yeah, that's what much. we're doing. Yeah. Yeah. Like season two is definitely when it went from like a hobby to like a job, whether or not we're getting paid for it. Like it is definitely like my second job, which I mean, if you want to say we actually are now technically professional podcasters because yeah. we have gotten money for this. Yeah. You know, not a lot. <laughs> no, definitely not a lot. Like, I'm not ready to quit my quit my other job, like my, my day job. But like, you know, it's still, but yeah, but it's a different feeling to like go from, hey, we're just doing this as a hobby to being able to say, hey, check out our affiliate at this link. You know. Right, and it's you know not necessarily a sponsor, mm -hmm. but it's still like one of those. Hey, we're going to give you this code. We trust you enough to use this code to advertise our stuff, and we're going to give you money because of it. Right. I mean, that's kind of what I always thought a sponsor was, honestly. But yeah. I mean, you know, a sponsor, I guess, would 
be giving us money yeah just straight up and yep. then we would yeah which i i had an idea for another sponsor now i can't remember it for the life of me they're not a sponsor but an affiliate an affiliate at least well you you got all the way until next season you right figure it out <laughs> man yeah it just kind of just left my head <laughs> So uh, next up, we did uh, the sequel to How to Play D&D, being the DM. Which didn't do as well as the first one, but it still did. It still did all right. It's I did, still one think of the it. higher performing ones. I mean, like it, de- it doesn't touch How to Play D&D, which is still our you know what that tells us? episode. You know what that tells us? What's that? No one wants to DM. <laughs> you know, I wasn't going to say it, but I knew exactly. <laughs> <laughs> the science, the science has spoken we have we have in, we have conducted our own research our own independent study <laughs> and and it has spoken no one wants to be the dm mm-hmm. so which um one thing i do want to say well actually there's a few things i want to say about that episode but one thing i definitely want to say is when we were recording that episode i said in that episode i'm getting ready to check out the essentials kit and like i'll report back in on that later uh-huh. Which I did, but like I, I want to reiterate, like if you are looking to DM for your first time and you want to have everything to go for you in a box, go get the essentials kit. It's if you want to if you want to learn how to play, the starter kit is great. If you want to learn how to DM, the essentials kit basically takes you by the hand and walks you through DMing, and it's one of my favorite styles. And then if you continue from the adventure in there it really builds your toolkit as a DM. So like the beginning adventure does like the quest board setup where like your adventurers can walk up to a quest board. They can pick from like four or five different quests that they want to go on. They go and do it. It takes you, walks you through how to run that, you know, quest. And then they go back to the main town and do it all over again. And they get the rewards that you hand out experience. It's really easy to do, and they give you a lot of tools and things like that to use. And then the next one after that has you and your players building a town together, which is the first step toward building a whole world together, which is really what being a DM is. Yeah, and and honestly, that's one of my favorite ways to, to play and run. When you as a group have decided, you, you say, you know what, this world... All the DM has of this world is this little area of the country that you're in. You guys develop the rest of it as you go. Yep. I love that. I love building because like I've, we talked about it before, but, you know, the players have a sense of ownership of that world after that. And that tends to invest those right. players in that game. So absolutely. A hundred percent agree with that. And this episode also marked the, uh, partnership with us and uh fandom encounter table um oh nice so that's that was a really cool thing for us too because we've done a lot of things with them since then and i think it's it's a a pretty cool partnership we've got going with them as far as not like we're not like in business together but you know they're helping us out we're helping them out and like we try to lift each other up we are a connected community yes we are two communities that are one, essentially. Yes. And and yes, I I believe that um, our community and their community has benefited from the uh, the connectedness between the two of us. So we've definitely learned a lot from each other. I think. Yeah. 
after that, we did our MMORPGs episode. I feel like that was a really por- important one to uh, to cover. Mm-hmm. I realized I played way more MMORPGs than I thought I did as we were recording that episode. <laughs> right. Yeah, well, especially when you realize that the definition of MMOs aren't necessarily wow. Yeah. <laughs> so. And uh, Amazon released their big MMO this year. Is that well, New World? We, yeah. That's Amazon's? That's Amazon. That's that's Bezos's baby. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. They, spon- they sponsored Neebs. Yeah. They sponsored Neebs. Well, I mean, specifically for them to play their game and do it on their channel. But yeah. Oh, man. Neebs got Amazon money to play that game. Damn. <laughs> and uh, I was on a Discord server with some friends. Like, I haven't played it, but like they were trying it out first day. And I was hanging out with them on Discord. And mm-hmm. um, the, one of the servers they were trying to get onto had like a queue time of like six days. Oh, Christ. Yeah. <laughs> Ew. So when it when it first released, it released big. Yeah, I guess. And they were not so, prepared. Wow. Yeah, I think that. Wow. I wonder if they got more servers. I think what it was, because like when they were trying to get on the one that was like six days long, like they hopped on a different server later and it was like a queue time of like 20 minutes. Still a long time. (laughs) Yeah, some of them had queue times of, like, several hours. But what it ended up doing is, like, I had my friends in the Discord, and then, like, once they logged on, they were like, I need to get food, but I don't want to log off. They were like, "I if I log off. And so, like, my one friend, he was going to get food, and he had his wife just, like, walk every once in a while reaching over and, like, walking around for him so he didn't get timed out while he was trying to get some food. (laughs) Oh my gosh. That's that MMO life right there. Yeah, I remember them days. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've never had to deal with queue times that long, but yeah, I do remember those days. And, uh, you know, our, our guild member who was on then, uh, Brian, I think he had a lot of fun recording that episode. It was a really high-performing oh. episode for us, so yeah, I really enjoyed nice, that nice. one. After that, we uh, revisited post-apocalyptic media because I knew even even after... The first time we did it, and it being one of our longest episodes, we still had plenty more to say about post-apocalyptic media. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I could I could go on forever, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> it's another one we could have the whole podcast about. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, we could just have... That would that would be funny. Um, <laughs> maybe maybe uh, go relocate to a post-apocalyptic world and get all war- uh, wastelandered up and... Find ourselves a... Uh... A guild hall we can build out of tin paneling and rivets. Excellent. Yep, we're in. We're doing or, it. Or you know what? Just put the guild hall in the back of an 18-wheeler and have a mobile guild hall. I, I kind of want to do that, anyways. <laughs> you know what? I'll I'll get the I'll get the minions started on right. writing them some blueprints. <laughs> and I will say, it wasn't this episode of post-apocalyptic media. But our first episode of post-apocalyptic media, I made one of my first guild decrees. Hmm. And I will say that guild decree, Nintendo has had my back and decided to help solidify that guild decree. I was really impressed by that. I was really impressed by that. Because I don't know if you guys have seen the trailer for the new Kirby game, but it is post-apocalyptic as hell. Oh, I love it. I love it. Yep. It does my guild master heart good. Yep. 
Uh, next up was our first ever live episode where we did uh, Legend of Zelda. And we played games live while attempting to recording an episode. Was that this year? That was this year. That was March of this year. Well, March is when it was released. It might even have been end of February when it was actually live. This is why it feels like we've done so much more. Like I see you, I see the face that you're making and the wheels turning as you think back to when we were when we did that episode live. And yeah, that was this year. Ripes. I will say the live episodes we have done, I've had a lot of fun, but it is an entirely different monster than when we sit down and pre record and edit and it's it's not easy, man. <laughs> no. No, it's not. Um, I, I think that we should, I think that getting a little further ahead into the conversation, I believe that in our downtime, we should probably experiment on doing some more live podcasts. Yeah. So, you know, we just get a game that we're going to play and we just, you know, kind of slap it into discord and see if we can slap it onto YouTube and we'll, we'll see what we can do. But I, I think that. We experiment a little ahead of time. Yeah. And then we uh, we get to it next year. Yeah, we, we experiment. We refine. You know, we find something that works for us. And like I said, I had a lot of fun. I'm not saying I don't want to do it again, you know, but it, it's, it is a whole different monster. It is. And uh, Breath of the Wild 2, it's coming. Just saying. Since it was the Legend of Zelda, Legend of Zelda episode, I do have to say Breath of the Wild 2, it's coming. Be ready. They're doing a Breath of the Wild 2? Oh, did you not know this? No. Oh, it was a Nintendo Direct. They announced it a long time ago. After we record this episode, I'm going to pull it up on Discord and we're going to watch a trailer because okay. uh, it looks, it was just a little teaser. It's like nothing where you're like, no, what's going to happen. But like, it is. Coming. Is this like the first direct sequel? Majora's Mask. Oh, that's right. You're right. And Legend of Zelda 2, which you refuse to acknowledge. What is it? <laughs> Uh, the Adventure of Link. The Adventure is that is that what that wasn't like the the subtitle to like the first Legend of Zelda? No, mm -mm. no. <laughs> hmm, I don't recall. But that was also a direct sequel. <laughs> that Majora's Mask, Majora's Mask, yeah, was a direct sequel to uh, Ocarina of Time because it literally picks up like the exact moment that um, Ocarina of Time ends. What a bad time Link was having during that time. Yeah. Seriously, God, that's. What I mean, Ocarina, that's... Ocarina of Time. It's like it's like that was stressful. That yeah. there was a lot that happened, uh -huh. and then like as soon as that's over, world ends. You got three days to stop the end of the world. What? <laughs> what? Link, I'm sorry, buddy. And then there's a lot of other things that it depends on how you want to count it. Like there's Oracle of Ages and Seeds, which like uh, could be happening one after the other. And then there's like the Four Swords stuff, like they, those could be direct sequels. Um, but you know, it's as far as mainline major games, Majora's Mask, I think, was the last one. Nice. After that, we covered Star Wars again. Which, oh, the way Disney's going, we could do a Star Wars episode every year. Oh yeah, it's gonna happen. I mean, I like, could do a whole episode on Visions. Oh my God! No spoilers. I haven't watched it yet. Don't hate none. Me. Um, nope. but like, I am going to sit down and binge watch Visions. Mm -hmm. Um, Bad Batch came out. 
Why? Oh, yeah, that's right. Bad Batch, too. Um, just to let you know, Visions takes like an hour and a half to binge. I figured. I, I, I and, didn't think it was um, too long. And it's not canon. Oh, of course. Okay, as long as you knew that. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but we've got the Ahsoka show coming out. We've got uh, the <laughs> Book wait. of Boba Fett. We've got... Literally anything with the Rosario Dawson in it. <laughs> I'm excited for and then I'm super excited about the one that takes place in like the time of like the old Republic, even though the old Republic isn't technically like canon anymore. But I can't wait to see what Disney decides to do. With I it. think it's honestly, I think it's loose canon right now. Yeah, I think what they're going to do is it, solidify what is and what isn't old Republic yes. canon with this yes. new show or new movie or whatever it is. But that's it's probably the thing I'm looking the most forward to. It's suspicious. That not only are they doing a uh, releasing Knights of the Old Republic on Switch, but it's suspicious that they are releasing a remastered version of it as well. Mm-hmm. On PS4, yeah. PS5. Excuse me, sorry. Is it just PS5? It's not coming out on PC or anything? Don't make me kill you right now, Rick. Okay, so it's PS5 exclusive upon release, but I believe it's going to be one of those things where it's like exclusive for like a year, and then it's released on other platforms. Gotcha. Well, I'm still I'm still going to get it on Switch, and I'm probably going to stream the hell out of it because it's such a good game. <laughs> such a good game. That might be one of the things we we do one of our test live episodes. That works. Like maybe you stream it, and I'll I'll join you, and like we'll just kind of chill and talk Star Wars. You know what I would like to also do is maybe you and I, uh, I you know what would be fun is if we could get a um, Stardew Valley, like a a, a community yeah, farm yeah. going. I don't because I've never done that before, and I'd like to experiment with that. I've and never why, played Stardew Valley before, so you, you know what? I hate how much I love it. <laughs> the I first time I played that. it, the first time I played it, I was like, "Okay, um, not having fun. I guess I'm just going to give up. I don't get it." And then, like, I set it down for like forever, and and then someone recommended it to me, and I was like, "Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and try it again." And I like I like. I think I played up to the point that I quit and I was thinking about quitting again. I was like, no, I'm going to go ahead and just take it over top. I'm having so much fun. <laughs> you you reach your, your pushing point. Yeah. Well, because right in the beginning, it's just a bunch of barely, barely making it. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like you, you are farming just a little bit to make a little bit more money to buy more seeds to farm even just a little bit, but you know what I mean? It's like you're, yeah. you're, your your profit you're, margins yeah. are tiny. Yes. Yeah. But then, but then, then the cave opens up and, you know, your skills get better so you can do better things and you can start fishing and, and, that, and now you're fighting in the caves and it's like, this is a lot of fun. And that's how they get you. It is. Right that's how they got me. That's how they get you. <laughs> so uh, after that, we did our kaiju episode. That was... <sighs> I almost felt that that was a revisit too, but no, that was. It's technically was what we did was we did the kaiju episode instead of revisiting the cryptid episode. That's right. Uh-huh. Um, and we also did it because King Kong versus Godzilla came out, right? Yes. Well, it was coming out like right after we released that episode. So oh, technically, gotcha. we did we talked about that movie, but not like what we thought about it or anything like that in that episode. Cause it hadn't yet. Like it was coming out. And, uh, guild member Mike was in that one, right? Correct. And practically carried it. Honestly. Well, I mean, he, he is 
I, I believe he's just a tiny kaiju anyways, so <laughs> he's he's the smallest kaiju. Yeah. But yeah, he uh he, he definitely does have an extensive knowledge of that and I mean, I definitely like when we have him on, we definitely cherry pick him for the stuff that he is extremely knowledgeable in. Okay. And okay. it it works out. Absolutely. So um, what was a this year is board games and kaiju I mean, I'm not going to turn this into a conversation about Michael, but <laughs> I think he was on. I think he was on a few of them. We'll we'll, we'll run into him as we come along. But even though we used it to replace the cryptid episode, I think it was just because we had kind of run out of things to say about cryptids. Yeah, there's not much to to say on cryptids, especially when cryptids are such a local thing. So really, at this point, what I can talk about the ones in Ohio because that's what I know about and. Because that's where my area of study goes, and your area of study is probably in like the East Coast, mm-hmm. kind of. And we didn't even touch on international cryptids and such. Well, we did. Did we? Yeah, we talked about like the lion turtles and stuff like that. But one thing I think this upcoming season we might do either another cryptid episode or an SCP episode. Yeah, you know we should do. You know what we should do. What's that? If we can pull it off. A live ghost hunt. I could, I could get that done. One way or another, I could get that done. We could, we could, we could try. I think, and I think uh, the guild member who also happens to be my wife would be extremely excited to do something like that. <laughs> but after we did our cryptid episode, after we did our kaiju episode, I'd say it's very recently, I fell down an SCP rabbit hole. And have just been reading, did you? Yeah, I just been reading a ton of SCP content, watching SCP. It's good stuff, isn't it? Yeah, it's especially for being like completely open source and community driven. Like you would think that's really polished and curated content, and it's not. It's just people putting their best foot forward. I like how that sounded horrible, but I knew what you were talking about when you yeah. said it. <laughs> you would think it's curated, curated and polished, but no, no, it's just chaotic and gross. In the best way. <laughs> right. Oh, it's chaotic good. Chaotic good in the best way. It's it's like they it's like they just let go of the reins of the horse and the horse just went in some fun places. Yeah. Yep. I love it. I absolutely love it. You do not recognize the bodies in the water. <laughs> um after that we revisited the Marvel Cinematic Universe because we're gonna have to every year. Every year. Um big stuff here. Big stuff, you know. I mean, there's big stuff that's happened since we. There's been big stuff that's happened since we released that podcast to now. Oh yeah, that was in April, so we recorded it probably like end of March. So like it's right. It was right. It was right before. Yeah, well, it was right before Black Widow. Yeah, that's true. Yes, it was. Um, Which, which the movie itself we could talk about, but then all the shit that happened afterwards with the lawsuit and everything like that oh that's a God. whole other conversation too yeah it, is. yeah it is and then you got you got what if and loki and loki hadn't been out yet i honestly don't remember i i remember I, we spent a lot of time talking about falcon and winter soldier and like we were only like two or three episodes into falcon and winter soldier when we talked about that so i don't know if loki was before or after falcon and winter soldier loki was look yeah, exactly. Loki See, was, now you're, you're about this. Look, time gets funky after Loki, so like we're not sure. Like you know, it's who knows what timeline we're on. It's very true. Man, I'm fucked. I don't know. <laughs> before, 
I'm going with before. It was before. No, fuck. No, no, no. WandaVision was before. Then it was Falcon and Winter Soldier. Then it was Loki. No, wait. Yes. Then it was Loki. Then it was what if. You got it. That's it. Which I got to say, my favorite episode was Party Thor uh, with Ice Giant Loki. Love that shit. It was funny, too, because everyone was like, oh, I thought he was a runt. It was like, look at the other Frost Giants. He was smaller than them. He's still a runt. Like, just because he's yeah. huge, he's still... He's still a runt, but he's still a Frost Giant, guys. Yeah, you can Come be on. the tallest Smurf. You're still pretty small. <laughs> oh, he's five apples high. Watch out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, that was a good one. Um, I'm trying to remember it. You, uh, you know what? Wait, I really like the Black Panther one. Which one? Star-Lord. Okay. Only... I didn't know if you were talking about when Killmonger became Black Panther, or... Oh, that was crazy. Or with T'Challa as as Star-Lord. I will say I like the T'Challa as Star-Lord, because it seems like the biggest changes happened because of that. Oh, yeah, that thing, that was a completely different universe. Like, almost nothing was the same. Right. You take you take one man out of place and put him in the place of another and it completely changes the entire galaxy. Did make uh, Peter Quill look more than he already did, like an in- incompetent kind of dick. But uh, well, yeah, well they, they, they made Peter Quill out to be, you know, unaccomplished. Yeah. Is what it was. And, 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 and to, you know, I, I will say that, you know, they did that by putting him in a, uh, was a, a Baskin Robbins? Is that what, it, what he was in? No. I think or a Dairy Queen? Dairy Queen, because that was the product placement for that movie was the Dairy Queen. Right. And, and, and it's like, I, I don't know. I, 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 I kind of like they said if T'Challa was in Peter Quill's position, he would have done oh, all yeah. that stuff. Oh, yeah. But you put Peter Quill in that same position and he can't accomplish any of it. Like that kind of makes Peter Quill look like you're right. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. But yeah. Oh man. Yeah. Just thinking about that whole, cause he even get, what was, what was the big, there was something bad though that happened because of all of that. Uh, the collector filled the, uh, the power. Right. Vacuum. But they, they took care of that. Yeah. Oh, oh, okay. The, the ending of it, the oh, ending of it okay was looking for Peter at the end right and and it was like they ended it on that and it was like oh that's bad but then they then they come come back to it and it's like oh no they got it (laughs) yeah exactly exactly (laughs) like so like there's two things where it's like oh something big did something bad did happen t'challa took care of it it's fine (laughs) just like he took care of everything else (laughs) crazy (laughs) i'll tell you though because it's like you know you, you look at that right and it's like what T'Challa would have been in his thirties, right? Mm-hmm. Give him time. Like he yeah. was just a leader of the Ravagers at that point. Give him, give him ten more years. What could he have accomplished? Mm-hmm. Well, well, I mean, well, hell, wait. What, what can he accomplish? Because yeah. he's now back on Earth mm-hmm. and recognized as the son of T'Chaka, who is alive. Yep. I, I'm not sure how. So the idea was to. I think here the general idea was killing T'Chaka was in an attempt to create a divergence within the Avengers to create the Civil War, right? But without T'Challa there, T'Chaka never gets involved in Sokovian politics. T'Chaka never ends up at that summit 
because he's too busy looking for his son, and so he never becomes the pawn in um in the game to bring yeah, about no one, with the. No one even knew the Black Panther. No one even knew the Black Panther existed before then, though. Right, but I think it was more about the Sokovian Accords at that point in time. But I could be just kind of putting my own thing on it. I mean, honestly, yeah. that that's as good as thing as any as I can think of because. Like, I was thinking, oh, well, you know, with Thanos out of the running, then they wouldn't have messed around with the Mind Stone. But it was like, well, no, they already had the Mind Stone. Mm-hmm. Regardless of that. Tha- well, well, wait a minute. They wouldn't have had the Scepter. They wouldn't have had the Scepter. That's true. Because Loki. So they wouldn't have had the Scepter. So there would be there wouldn't even be a, a Wanda and Quicksilver. That's true. Oh, but wait. But there would be a Wanda. Yes, because it, it turns out that she was a witch the whole time. My brain's melting. <laughs> Just let what if handle it. Just let what if. Okay. <laughs> Thanks, Uatu. You got this. Uh, next up, we did Cyberpunk. Yep. There's. Um. I will say that anybody listening now, you may you may think you may you may hear Cyberpunk and be like, eh. I've heard bad things about the game. We don't talk about just the game. Mm-hmm. That Cyberpunk is an entire genre. That is that is books, that is movies, that is TTRPGs. And it's not just cyberpunk as a TTRPG. You know, there are other TTRPGs that rely on the cyberpunk genre. Cyberpunk is an entire genre, which honestly could fit right into our post-apocalyptic one because we've established that dystopian mm-hmm. and post-apocalyptic go hand in hand. But so do cyberpunk and dystopia. You know, you don't normally get a cyberpunk genre without there being some kind of dystopia. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Wait, to get don't get me wrong, we do both think that game is great, and we oh, I love play it. it. But yeah, that's definitely not the only thing we talk about. Correct. <laughs> but also, yeah, if you heard bad things about the game, just take it from us. It's a good game. Just, just be smart and get it on the right freaking system. Right. No offense. <laughs> then we talked about Pokemon. Yep, and that could be a it whole... took us that long to check <laughs> no, out Pokemon. Right. Like halfway through season two, we start talking about Pokemon, but like we had a lot to talk about. Um, and we'll have a lot to talk about next year too. Yep. Uh, which also may be another one of our live episodes. Oh, that'd be fun. Do Especially like a live if episode that while doing like a Nuzlocke. Oh, that yeah, that'd be fun. Yeah. Yeah. But I've been what to do a that... Nuzlocke of gold for a while? So like we might that might be it. Well, I don't have gold. Well, I do. What I'm saying is like... like. Oh, yeah, I, get, I could Nuzlocke Sword and Shield. Yeah. Um, is the, When's the one Pokemon game supposed to come out? Uh, are we talking about Legends of Arceus? Yes, yes. January 28th, next year, which that game looks fucking fantastic. I that, could be another li- that could be another live one, too, though. Yeah, it could. It could. I don't think it'll be Nuzlockable, but I don't care. Like, I will just oh. play that game as is. And do a live episode of that. That looks... God. Nintendo, stop taking all my money. Please. Don't stop making stuff. Like, don't get me wrong. I love it. Just give some of it to me for free. Maybe? I don't know. Sponsor us! (laughs) That's not gonna happen. No, it's not. (laughs) Nintendo sponsors no one. (laughs) No. Oh, That's not true. But anywho. After that, we, uh, we did Miyazaki and Studio Ghibli. You know, I will say that there's a lot of feeling. There's a lot of feeling that goes into that 
that studio, that artist, that, that animator. I just don't feel like there's a lot to talk about. Does that make sense? I feel like we covered it. Yeah. Like, I feel like there like, was it, plenty to talk about, but we covered it. Oh, I, I love the episode that we did. Right, but it's yeah. not going to be a revisit, is what no, I'm saying. Definitely not. I don't, I don't think um, so. Unless for some reason, like, his kids come around and start producing a whole lot more stuff. And it turns out to be amazing. And, you know, they right. do it under the Studio Ghibli tag. Then maybe. But, you know, never say never. Yeah. But, you know, it, it'll be a good day if that happens. And uh, But we will we will see what happens when it gets there. But, yeah, I think I think we did a good job. I think we got really philosophical on that thing, too. Mm-hmm. Got really deep into, you know, the meanings behind some stuff. And it definitely showed how, you know, certain things can mean something else depending on the perspective that you're looking at it from. Oh, yeah, the time, the perspective, what's going on in the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, yep. is, that is definitely an episode to look at that exact thing. Absolutely. Um, after that, we talked about the revival of D&D, which that, is not slowing down. No, um, that was probably one of my favorite episodes. You know how I am with D&D. I, I love D&D. Um, but I love talking about the... Uh, surge of like geeky stuff mm-hmm. you know what i mean so this this was a prime way to well, especially with you know critical role still barreling ahead they just released their you know campaign three just mm-hmm. last week so i've never watched it live They'd, like their episode one was the first time i ever sat down and watched an episode live and uh, episode one episode one of season three Oh, do you watch that live? Yeah. Nice. Yeah, it was fun. Nice. Yeah, I, I will say I will say that, oh man, this is totally not on subject, but I will say that, and this is just my personal opinion, it doesn't mean I hate, I want everybody to know, it doesn't mean I hate Campaign 3, it's, I don't hate Critical Role, it's too early y'all to need to anyway. just, I can, I can be disappointed in things and still love it, mm-hmm. um, but I was kind of disappointed that we had three characters that have already been used in another game. Yeah. And I, w- I was kind of disappointed that Travis is using an NPC from another game. Mm-hmm. However, guys, I can still enjoy it. Yeah. Fine. Give it time. Somebody will die. We'll get some new characters. <laughs> It'll be Towson, though. It'll be Towson. <laughs> and so far, he's my favorite character now. <laughs> he's such a cool character design. I, I... And- I would put bets like if there was a if there was a Deadpool on uh, on season three, I'd put my money on uh, Sam Regal. I think fresh cut fresh cut grass is going to go down. Yeah, I will say um, he was uh, the root of the best joke of that first game. Oh yeah, a hundred percent. Because it, I, I the best part was that you could see it took a few people just a couple seconds. To catch up to what just happened. Yeah, like they couldn't. They could. They were like, "Wait, what? Where did he? Where did that come from?" <laughs> we'll say Robbie. Robbie caught on immediately. Yeah, but you could tell he was trying to like not make a big deal out of it. He's just smiling really hard. <laughs> oh, who who cracked hard first though? <laughs> I think it was Matt. I think yeah, Matt's the one that cracked hard the first. I don't think he could believe that something like that made it to his table without his knowledge. <laughs> I and I'm also 
completely convinced that that joke is the entire reason he named that character Fresh Cut Grass. Yeah, yeah, probably. That's it. That's the only reason. Yep. You notice though, you notice though that Fresh Cut Grass has like a little emblem of grass on his chest? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> We're just gonna, you know what? Um <laughs> But at the time of recording this episode, tomorrow, Fizzbands is released. Yeah. I pre-ordered that and I can't wait for it to get here. <laughs> I, I've i been doing a lot of overtime at work and I said, you know what? With this overtime I'm doing, I'm putting in a lot of overtime. So with the money I get, I'm going to pre-order Fizzband. I'm going to treat myself. I've put in a lot of work. So I'm feeling really good about this. I'm feeling really good. I'm going to get it. Y'all know how I feel about Dragonlance. Mm-hmm. Y'all know there ain't going to be nothing about Dragonlance in this damn thing except for Fizzband. <laughs> Maybe Draconians. But y'all know I'm going to love it. Mm-hmm. Um, I will also um, I will also say that there is a YouTuber that put out a book about dragons. I think it's I think it's Mr. Rex or MR Rex. I, I, I call him MR Rex for some reason. It's mm-hmm. probably Mr. Rex. Um, but I, I believe it's him, and it's about dragons, but it's, like, all the shit that Fizzbands isn't going to cover. It's gotta so like, be, I, I know this is off-topic, but it's gotta be Mr. Rex because of the pun. Fair. But the book you're talking about, if we can find it, we'll, we'll link it. We'll link it? Yeah, we'll link it. Um, but, but in it, it, like, they talk about, you know, what happens if you take down a dragon and harvest its body. Oh. Um, it has like different, I think it's warlock stuff with dragons. Oh, um, and oh, it's like, all... like if a dragon were your patron. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. And, you and it's me. All... I'm, I'm into the dragon born. I'm into dragons. I'm into dragon soul sorcerers. I've got a dragon tattooed, like the half the length of my arm. Like the whole reason I'm bringing it up is 95% you. Yeah. <laughs> it's 14.99. It's all digital. Oh, I think God. you'll love it. Um, well, well, tomorrow, I know a couple friendly local game stores that will have the alternate cover in stock. Um, and uh, let, me tell you, let me tell you, I've got a whole library of Dungeons & Dragons books behind me right now, and I've never attempted to get an alternate cover because I like the way it looks on my shelf with the spines all having the exact same design and everything like that. But I think the Fizzbands alternate cover is so fucking cool that I'm just going to break that. Like, if I can get a hands on that alternate cover, I'm going to get it. I'll tell you, as a, uh, as a, when I was a store owner, I should have gotten multiple alternate covers when I had the chance because they, they sell really well. Yeah. But I got, I got an alternate cover to Volos and I, I gave it away as a gift and I, and I don't regret that at all. I, I think it was a, it was a great move. But yeah, that ended up being pretty valuable. Mm-hmm. Also, Volos. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm excited about Fizzband. I, I I really, really, really hope that they do like the, what they do in the other games and they write it from like his perspective. Oh yeah, they have to. And and, like- and also first uh, first source book from the viewpoint of a god. I'll also say you bring up the fact that you like also Volos. Volos set a bar. For yes, supplement did. books to come out for D and D five E, and Volos is probably the worst one in the best way because every single one to come out of that has been better than the previous one, right? 
And if Fizzbands is going to be better than Tasha's, that's insanity to me. Is someone saying that? I, I, I'm oh, saying... Oh, you're saying if it is. If I'm it is. saying if you look at the trend, you know what I mean? Each one is better than the last, to the point where Tasha's was just mind-blowingly good. Love that fucking book. Like, if Fizzbands is better than Tasha's, which, just to me, because of my obsession with dragons, it might be. But, like... Mm-hmm. Ugh, God damn it. Yeah, God damn I'll, you, I'll, D&D. I'll, I'll say that I will agree with you. Uh, Tasha's was amazing. I, I saw... A little review that Davy Chappie did, and um, as soon as his review alone, TSR, if you can hear me say this, TSR, I mean, Wizards of the Coast, wow, TSR, my if brain. you can hear me say this, fuck you. Yeah, fuck you, TSR. <laughs> um, Wizards of the Coast, if you can hear me say this, Davy Chappie got you at least, at least one book sold, so. <laughs> Which means he probably got you several hundred, several thousand. Yeah. Books. Yeah, if he talked if he talked me into buying the book, he got you quite a few books. I'm just saying. And now that we spent all that time on Fizzbands, the newest unearthed arcana that's going to come come out is all about us. The Guildmasters? It's all about multiversal travelers. Oh, I was really excited for a second. <laughs> Which means like Spelljammers probably coming and that kind right. of stuff is what everybody's talking. So we got to get our we got to get our hands on one of those ships. Oh yeah. I, you know, um, a, a lovely man uh, stopped by the guild hall not that long ago. Goes by the name of Ford. Um, I got a ring off of him that we might be able to use to get on one of those ships. It's a fire resistance ring. It's a it's a hitchhiker's ring. Oh, different Ford. Got it. Mm-hmm. Yep. Gotcha. <laughs> nice. So we'll see what we can do. Yeah, 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 yeah. Not the first time I talked to him. You know, the the babblefish technology. Is is what helped me get you know the technology for broadcasting this podcast up and running. So, is that what it does? I won't. I won't. I won't put one in my ear. Good. <laughs> all right. So, um, after that, uh, we did an episode all about tattoos. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah, uh, fun. Uh, you know, obviously, we're both tattooed. Um, mm-hmm. We, uh, you know tattoos are a whole geek culture as well whether you know the people getting tattoos want to admit that or not there there is definitely a whole geek culture about it yep and there's a lot of crossover too with other geek cultures like there's the the prerequisites of being geek is being passionate about something and Mm -hmm. a lot of times people get things tattooed because they're passionate about it so there's plenty of geek tattoos out there so yep i've got at least one. I knew a guy who won several tattoo competitions with a piece all across his chest, and it was a Lord of the Rings piece. Like, he had the Eye of Sauron right in the middle of his, you know, sternum, and, like, it was all Lord of the Rings all across his chest. And he won several competitions with it, so. Nice. That's awesome. Speaking of which, right after that, we talked Lord of the Rings, where we proved that our podcast is better than yours because we got an actual Hobbit. That's right. That's true. That was a, that was a fun... I think that was a that was a fun uh, that was a fun episode. Mary was definitely a good guest. Um, mm-hmm. It's always fun. It's always fun. You know, this is this is part of being a geek, it, and it's about testing your knowledge of what you're a geek about. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, I I wouldn't say that a lot of these things are actual competitions in our knowledge, Mm-mm. but. It's about gauging where we are and then filling in the gaps. Yeah. 
and knowing it's like, okay, well, I need to, I need to go and double check some stuff and I'm going to read some more and it's great. Like, uh, you know, I've never read the Silmarillion. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, uh, it's, it can lead to, you know, some bad things, but like, to be clear, we don't ever exclude anybody because they can't answer the question, but it's always fun when you can flex a little bit and answer the question, when you get to like show off the knowledge that you've spent so much time accumulating. Um, yep, my... I will say my favorite episodes are always the ones like the Lord of the Rings episode where I don't know a whole lot because I get to sit there and quiz you and mm -hmm. the guest and learn that entire episode. Well, I mean, quite frankly, Mary destroyed us both. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, which was great. That was great. And you because you know what? Hearing her talk about that stuff, it was just like, yeah, please go on. Tell me about what's going on. I want to hear you tell me what happened in the Silmarillion. I want you to tell me, please, you know, what do you, what do you, what is it? What did that mean from your perspective? Please yeah. tell me. It is fun to sit here and watch you flex your knowledge about the, mm -hmm. you know, like it, it is what it is all about is, you know, uh, speaking of course to our guests, it is fun to sit there and watch Mary flex her knowledge about, you know, Lord of the Rings. Absolutely. I, and I learned a lot. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. After that, we talked trading card games. Another one where we had to get a couple of fantastic guests to fill in a lot of the gaps in our knowledge. Yeah, because I, I mean, I can't say that I dislike trading card games. I'm just not good at them. Yeah. So, and, and it and it's hard. Like I know we talked about kind of the the toxic atmosphere when it comes to trading card games and uh, you know the the com general competitiveness. And and the the dickishness that comes with that competitiveness, it, it's it's really a big turnoff to me. But it's funny because after that podcast, maybe a couple months after that podcast, the the D and D set for Magic the Gathering came out, mm -hmm. and I went and played, and I had a good time. It was it was a good group that I was playing with, and we were just testing out starter decks. That's it. Yep. Nothing crazy. We were just playing some starter decks, and we had a good time. Absolutely. Yeah, it's it's a great hobby if you've got the money for it. Um, and if you don't, there's always Commander. So go play some card games, people. Yep, and buy local. Uh, after that, we did representation in geek culture, which I will apologize, my initial episode, my initial upload of that episode cut like half an hour short. Um, oh, did it? Yeah. But a few weeks later, I was able to go back and re-upload it. It is entirely there Oh, that's now. right. Yeah. Um, All right. So, and it is an excellent episode with two of my favorite guests. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that, and that was a good, that was, a, I think that was a good conversation. That's a conversation. Oh boy. That's a conversation that needs to happen at every fucking table. And let me tell you why that's it. Particularly, I can't talk, especially relevant right now because of we were again, just talking about critical role mm -hmm. and there are people that are, I guess, Criticizing. Coming down on Critical Role yeah. for their choices to use like non-binary characters. And it's like, but why? Yeah. You know, there, I mean, I think that's a pendulum that also swings both ways because I've heard a lot of criticism about Critical Role recently, recently for their lack of representation. The fact that every player at the table is, is white. And while I think you wanting to see representation in your media is valid, you know, 
they didn't plan it out to be, they didn't pick the cast for Critical Role. It wasn't, it was a bunch of friends who happened to play D&D, and then they put it up, and it got successful. If you want to see representation in D&D branch out from Critical Role, please. There are so many casts out there with so many different types of people from so many different walks of life, and you will find a cast with representation. Um, well, I will say that the the whole cast is not white anymore. Not anymore. Yeah, you're absolutely right. right. Yeah. Yeah. But like that's that's a criticism they were getting before season three. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, and it's like you know, I get it. it, it again, if that's if, if if that was like a all right, we're going to put this cast together. We're going to throw a bunch of people into this game. We're going to record it. And it's like, okay, yeah, maybe they definitely could have probably worked on representation there. But, you know, like you said, they were just a group of friends that were playing and someone was like, you guys should really come on our stream and do this. And they did. They got super popular. And it's like, they don't have any control over that. And why would they fire somebody to bring somebody else on? Which I guess is kind of what happened. Kind of. It took them a while to rehire somebody, but kind of. I saw a post not long ago about how cool it was that in season three, they finally brought on a sorcerer into Critical Role and about how it took them that long to have their first sorcerer. Yeah, I mean, you know, (laughs) it's been really lacking. Yeah. (laughs) After that. Then they brought in in two. Wonderful. Yeah, they did. Two fantastic sorcerers. Um, next up, we've got uh, our Fallout episode. I mean, obviously, I was, I'm down for that. I love me some Fallout. Mm-hmm. Love me some Fallout, and I love me some post-apocalyptic. But, yeah, that was fun. We talked about it then. A new Fallout game is, is on its way. Who knows when we'll actually get it. That's Bethesda's Max for you. But, you know, it's coming. After that, we had our Critical Role episode, which I think we've covered. A little bit. I wish I, I wish I had anything to say about them. <laughs> um, after that, we did the mid-season check-in, which is kind of what we're doing again now. So, you know, if you want to know more about that, just listen to this episode. Yeah. Um, episode 21. I think this one was a lot of fun. Uh, the D&D campaign settings episode. And that's just... That's just getting bigger and bigger, honestly. Yeah. I, I we'll be able... We'll, We'll be able to do another one next year. <laughs> Getting to to grill some of you old heads about some of the older D&D settings. Um, about, hey, what was this? And you guys going, oh, I remember that. This is what that was. That was fantastic. Yeah. Well, like some of them, it, it was just like, I haven't thought of this in years. What? <laughs> don't, don't quote the old magics to me, which... Yeah, that's that's how it felt, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Just like you know, you you have like you have like someone come out and it's like, oh yeah, have you heard about this? Uh, yeah, like a, one of the new D and D players. You heard about the new campaign setting, uh, Ravenloft? <laughs> or or even better with this new Spelljammer stuff hitting. Right. Like, oh man, have you heard about this brand new thing, Spelljammer? <laughs> nope. <laughs> I haven't. Sorry. <laughs> Tell me all about it. Please. Enlighten me. <laughs> Ships? That's crazy. That must take a lot of gas. Sci-fi what? Mages and chairs? That's nuts. 
after that was another revisit we uh we covered pro wrestling again yeah um i thought i think it was a good time for it too considering you know um the first time we did it was in the middle of the pandemic and we hit uh just we just hit pro wrestling mm-hmm. and then this one was prime because it was a uh, what the fuck happened with wrestling during the pandemic and now that we're kind of coming out of it mm-hmm. like i i think it was it's it's a perfect bookend because like we hit pro wrestling like toward the beginning of the pandemic to where like this is where pro wrestling was before the pandemic did what it did to it and then we have this episode over here and it's like this is what the pandemic did to pro wrestling and here is how it is not only surviving through it but choosing to thrive choosing to thrive yes that's a very good way to put it yeah because it is it it is doing rather well and it's I would like to think that a lot of the smaller companies are doing way better now because of it as well. Yeah, which nothing but good things can come from that, honestly. Yep, yep. Well, Always. speaking of, yeah, we had Derek on the show uh, joining us with uh, the guild member Billy, who had been on the the first one. That, that was a lot of that was a lot of good insight from both of them because you know he what he's a promoter and Billy is still very much into uh wrestling and you know watching the indies and watching the the big ones and stuff so yeah it was a good episode after that was uh our next live episode kevin smith that that, that was a little awkward at times because the didn't we keep it kept messing up or something like that we so i think this is a good time to bring up this season uh another reason we had big breaks and another reason it's taking so long to come out with this season finale and why honestly we're doing our season finale a little bit early um is technical difficulties have been a bit of a problem you know i need some new equipment hopefully we'll get that taken care of before season three um and that was just we had we were had too many machines all trying to one run one different function just to try to make up for the fact that my machine couldn't do it alone and yeah it was it was rough um, and cutting it together to make a usable podcast episode that you can listen to is rough too. But that being said, actually putting that episode together and editing it, it is 100% worth the listen. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's, and you know, we, we, we say it's the Kevin Smith episode, but it's, you know, it covers all of his stuff. It covers, you know, like him, skew, Kevin mm-hmm. Smith, Jason Mewes, like that whole thing hey. episode. Hey. And I got to drop some good news on the uh, Kevin Smith fanatic. Yeah, you did. <laughs> I, I felt real good about that. Uh-huh. Yeah, he he didn't even know he had stayed off Twitter that day, you know, ready for the episode. And Yeah. Yep. Yep. And it's just so funny that he announced it that day, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. After that, we did our top tens episode. That was uh, fun. That def- that definitely that could have went real long. I am excited to do that one again yeah. uh, with maybe even some rules added like you know you need a new top 10 and you can't use any of the pre we talked about you know or or something of that nature or pop possibly having two other people on and we don't even bring up our top 10 list we grill them about their top 10 list or you know something like that but like i had a blast with that episode you know the whole point oh. of this podcast is talking about the stuff we love and like i got to gush for two hours about my favorite stuff. You know what we should do is maybe next time don't do multiple lists, but have like a couple people 
have a couple people on and then like send them instructions of, all right, give us your top 10. And then like whenever they try to email us of top 10, what just don't answer. them. Yep. It's your top 10. Top what 10. What top your, your top 10, 10. top 10. Every they're going to be like, okay. Um, uh, the Godfather, uh, uh, Scarlett Johansson, uh, um, uh, pizza with pineapple. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> The, the holidays pumpkin Reese's peanut butter cups. <laughs> I bet I bet that that would be those would be some fun lists. Yeah, <laughs> we're gonna figure out a way to do redo top tens. Top tens is too yeah. fun not to do again for absolutely. Next, we did another thing we'll probably do every year. We we talked about video games. It's yeah. such a broad brush that stuff happens with video games every year. You know. Um, I mean, yeah, I mean, there's really not much else to say about that. I mean, there's always going to be video games and they're always going to be, I mean, and it sounds like next year is going to be, well, oh, I mean, hell, I mean, talk about video games, uh, concerned ape just re- announced his new game. The okay. guy that did Stardew Valley. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's called the haunted chocolatier. Oh, I did see things stuff about that. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that'll be a big deal. Um, I will. I will also say I don't know if we've gotten to it or not. Have we gotten to our just chill, sit and talk episode yet? I mean, it was kind of what the mid-season check-in was. I, I will. I will say that I think I would like to do more of those. Yeah. Not necessarily a mid-season check-in, but just an episode where we just sit and talk, and and it'd be cool if we could just get a bunch of people on too. Yeah. Just like like I of, mean. Uh, a get together episode, uh, not not quite a party, you know. Um, how like about get together episode? A a we could call it something like I don't want to call it like a guild council because then it would be like, but like a guild roundtable. Yeah. Or a guild barbecue, or you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, what are we talking Just, about tonight? Ah, uh, whatever. Yeah. What are we talking like about even tonight? A, yes. <laughs> and it, yeah, it, it could even be just uh, you know, well, how have you been doing? Oh man, we've been doing a lot of stuff. Really, really busy. You know, a lot of a lot of side work, and yeah, it's even we're just talking about personal stuff. It's like, whatever. I I really think that I really think that. I mean, it's not like we have hundreds of listeners at this at this point in time, but I think that you know sometimes the people listening might want to hear that you know we're people, and we don't have hundreds of listeners. But like, I think this is a good time for me to bring up something that kind of surprised me. As I was looking at analytics before we sat down to record this episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it got we got to like a trend toward the end of season two, especially after the break we took, where each episode we were listening was only getting about three, and then it would go on to the next one. Um, however, it seems we've got some fans of the podcast who might be catching up because we haven't uploaded an episode in more than a month. Um, and in that entire time, we have not had a single week with zero listeners. Oh, nice. Which really surprised me. Some of those episodes that only had like three listens went up to like 13. Um, so, yeah. If you are catching up and listening to us, let, let me tell you, we love to have you here. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, it's, it's, always, it's always good to know that people are enjoying what we're doing. Because... You know, this didn't start as something that we were doing for other people. Mm-mm. You know, this was purely for us. We were, you know, we started this in, 
know, probably the hardest time in, you know, our history, in our living history. And by, by hardest time, you know, I, I mean, obviously we've had some personal losses that have hit us hard, but I mean, in terms of the state of things, it was really fucking hard. And how it was dragging on, honestly. Mm-hmm. Like there, were, there were some big things, like, you know, off the top of my head, you know, September 11th and things like that, you know, it was a big travesty, but it wasn't in your face having to deal with it, at least not for everybody. Like, let me say there are people who After Effects had to deal with it every day for quite a bit of time. Obviously, yes. But like nothing this far reaching that affected your day to day life this bad for this long, you know? Yeah. I mean, just the loss of life alone has been way more than, you know what I mean? And we, I mean, we just we, needed somebody to talk to yep. and not about that. You know? <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Yeah. We needed, and you know, you guys can't see us, but we've always done this on camera mm-hmm. so we can see each other and we are talking and we can see each other as we're talking. This has been a big boom. I mean, you know, we, we tried to do the, um, the gaming thing mm-hmm. as well, but I know that started taking its toll on me physically because you know, I work Saturday nights yeah. and then getting up Sunday with no sleep to do this. It was just taking its toll on me hard. Yeah. But this has been us reminding each other that there are still things happening mm-hmm. and that we still have each other and that we still have bonds that are holding us together. And it's not just, you know, Guildmaster Rick and I, you know, we have our bonds with other people. You know, people we love, people we know, our associates, our colleagues. Lots of other guild members. Lots of other guild members. We've made tons of new friends. So this this has been important to us. And to know that there are people out there that are consuming. Yeah. Anything, whatever it is you're getting from it. Just to know that you're getting something from it. It it really, yeah, it really means a lot. It makes me feel it makes me feel even better that we've done this because I already feel good that we've done this. I would not have done a season two if I didn't feel good about it. Right. But yeah, yeah, it feels it feels even better knowing that I ha- we have other people, p- faceless people that have, you know, and I say faceless because, you know, just because we haven't seen your face yet. Right. And, and we have friends and family that will, y- you know what I mean? It's, it's like. Oh, my mom says I'm pretty kind of things. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's it's a completely different when a complete stranger comes up to you and says you're pretty, yes. you know? Mm-hmm. So thank you for thinking we're pretty. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so now that we've been off on that tangent, it had to happen. That, it had to happen. After that, we did our Cartoon Network episode. That was fun. It was fun. And if you um, say anything else about that episode, I had a blast. It, I will I will say um, there was a lot more information gleaned from that episode than I was expecting. Yeah, I did not expect to find out that much about uh, the Spawn's Tasted Men. Yeah, I gotta live with that. <laughs> <laughs> she likes them flat. That's that, we, that we know. She likes the straight line. But sure. I will say, um, I don't do a whole lot of research for this podcast, but all the ones... Um, that the spawn has been on. I've tried to do a little bit of research, not because I don't think 
that you guys will know anything or that I won't know anything, but like I almost feel a responsibility being that, you know, the younger generation of geek that I should be passing on some sort of knowledge. So like I like to fact check myself before I end up passing on some stuff that isn't true. Because other episodes, I've definitely done that. I just don't give a shit. Um, <laughs> like, I found out that, like, you know, the fact I dropped that the reason they called it Final Fantasy, it was because their last shot at, like, you know, making a game before they went out of business, and that's just complete bullshit. It's, like, it's Urban Legend, found out. But, like... That's great. Nice. <laughs> but... You know, the cryptid episode that the Spawn was on, the Cartoon Network episode that the Spawn was on, I did research for both of those episodes just because, I, I, like I said, I feel a little bit of responsibility to make sure that I'm not passing on bullshit. That's fair. So, I mean, you got to do that shit. So, if you're looking for well-researched episodes, those are the two. <laughs> and, and they get really they get really passionate, too. The Spawn is nothing if not passionate. Yes, yes, which is nothing if not entertaining. Oh, always entertaining. <laughs> always entertaining. I need to find I need to find a subject that she will just lose her mind over. I would I would love that. I'm excited for the day when we've been doing this for too long and we pass on the Caster's Guild torch and possibly the spawn takes over as one of the guild masters and becomes the new head recording this thing. On holograms, right. whatever it is that they're doing those days. <laughs> I, I would I would love that. I would love that if we got big and we were like ready to retire and it's like, you know what, Spawn? Take it and run. Here you go. Season 27. Yep. <laughs> Goddamn. Season 27. If I'm not ready to retire by then. <laughs> I, I think I like, uh, you know, um, I talk about these guys a lot, but uh, the game grumps. Aaron Hansen says he's going to die on camera. That, like, he'll record Game Grumps until the day he dies. You know, I'm not going to commit to that today. But, you know, it, with how fun this is now, it seems like the kind of thing I could do up until the day that I die. Yeah, I will say, I'll, I'll say this. I, I have a lot of fun, and I think that this is just great. However, if I get to the point to where I am, I have made enough money to live comfortably for the rest of my life, Without lifting a finger, I might just disappear into the ether. <laughs> At that point, we can just hire somebody to do all the hard work, and we'll just bullshit on a microphone for two hours and let everybody else do all the hard. Oh yeah, stuff. That, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, definitely. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm. I am not a, and I'm not even going to really. It's like I will come to the office, and I'm like, okay, what am I doing today? Like, okay, we got a whole list for you. This is what you're doing. This is what you're doing. This is what you're doing. Cool. All right. Let's do it. Uh-huh. Yep. <laughs> like, I, don't even, I don't even care. I, we all are running I'm not, We're just here to bullshit. <laughs> yeah, I'm the personality. You guys, you're the you're the managers. You're the bosses. Just tell me what to do. But you pay. You signed the checks. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I know. I know. You want me to keep signing the checks? Then you're the boss. Mm. Uh, right after that, we did um, D&D experiences. We really have let, done a lot of D&D, haven't we? That, that's going to be a revisit, though. I can't I can't wait. There was um, last minute we decided on that one, and I kind of threw out a couple Hail Mary passes for guild member guests, where it was just like people that I've come in contact with over my time at conventions on TikTok and things like that. And there's a TikToker 
Um, I'm not going to say her name because, like, while she did say she wanted to be on the podcast, we haven't got her on yet. And, you know, who knows? She might change her mind. Um, but uh, she went through some stuff recently, um, some medical stuff. And, like, she got the question, do you want to be on this podcast? Like, a few hours after we had recorded it is when she um, okay. And she says she definitely wanted to be on the podcast. So um, if we can come around and do that episode again, or possibly even a different episode, uh, love to have her on. Um, not to mention when it comes to things we've done during D&D and like stories we have to tell, we've barely scratched the surface and we're still playing, which means we're making more stories. It's true. I mean, I came up, I I have a great story in a game that I'm playing right now. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm you're right. We are developing stories even as we speak. So yeah, I actually it's funny because I just there's a there's a TikTok trend going around specifically in the D and D world where it's uh it's set to a song from Hunchback of Notre Dame and. It shows like the person as like a level one character or all, you know what I mean? And then it shows them as a level 20 character. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was trying to think of, you know, oh, what what should I what character should I do for this? And, you know, I had some ideas and I, <laughs> through driving to the grocery store and back, completely fleshed out a character for this trend that I now want to play. <laughs> Because it is, it is boss. Boss. You know what? With the two of us being forever DMs, another episode I can see in our future is titled, The Characters Will Never Get to Play. God, you just depressed me. <laughs> Let's do it. But the thing it. is, we'll get the opportunity to talk about them for two hours. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. We'll the characters I'll never get to play, but are definitely NPCs in everything that I run. <laughs> We'll have to get a couple other forever DMs on as guests, and we'll just yeah. do the opposite of reminisce, I guess. <laughs> yeah, we. I mean, we've got to know at least a couple forever DMs. Oh yeah. <laughs> that. Oh yeah. There we go. There's there's another one. We'll have Disco Daddy on. <laughs> oh, yep. We can't stop having him on D and D episodes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then, um, last up, we we did our LARP episode. Yep, that was fun. Um, it was good to have two different LARP perspectives, mm-hmm. not including the non-perspective yeah. uh, of one of our guild masters. But yeah, because like, you know, there's two different kinds of LARPs. There's more than that, but the big ones, right. there's two different kinds of LARPs. The, the you know, the full contact version and the no contact version. I did get to, to talk a little bit about my experience for True Dungeon. Oh yeah, that's true. That, yeah. Like the, yeah, so... Yep, yeah, because you were convinced that you weren't a LARPer, and I was like, eh. <laughs> well, you did do this. <laughs> That's LARP. And I still want to do that so bad. Mm-hmm. I want to do it once, go in, get some pogs, and then just leave. Yeah. <laughs> it, it was a lot of fun. I'm looking forward to when I can be at conventions again, and True Dungeon might be a thing again in my future. Yep. Yep. Uh, I mean, hell, depending on how the spawn is. If she wants to keep going, to, if she doesn't want to keep going to Mothman, Gen Con may be on our radar. Yeah. I mean, I would love to be able to start going as personalities to these conventions. 
if nothing else, when I start going to conventions again, I will have like 100, 200 business cards printed out. And I, I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure you can get in as press as well. Yeah. And then, well, yeah, definitely. That's something I'll look into. But like I say, if nothing else, at like a day, I will probably go as Guildmaster Rick. I'll have the whole, I'll have the vest, I'll have the top hat, I'll have the whole thing. And if somebody comes up and is like, hey, your costume is really cool. Who are you cosplaying? I don't recognize that character. Here's a card. I'm Guildmaster Rick. I am cosplaying myself. Come check out my podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I still need to get my outfit, but yeah. Speaking of which, now that we've covered all the episodes, there's going to be a lot of things that we're doing in between seasons. Hopefully, maybe going to conventions. I'm still looking at MAGFest for January. We'll see if that actually happens or not, but... I really want to go. It was my favorite convention I went to the last time I went, and I think that'll be a lot of fun. Yeah, I, com- I committed to not doing conventions in 2021. Mm-hmm. I just didn't feel right. I wanted to. I wanted to give it a little bit more time. I think next year is going to be a good time to start going again. I may look at. I may look at going to Marcon, which is a local one. Um, I may go to Origins. You know, I just got to be careful. Yeah, you know, I I can't really can't really uh, get a lot of time off. So, yep. But yeah, there's going to be a lot of other things that that we're going to be doing where you can come and hang out with us, even if the podcast isn't there. If you are catching up on the podcast, YouTube might be a good way to do it. As we are wrapping up season two on YouTube, we are wrapping up season one. So. Maybe, I mean, I don't haven't done the math on it yet, but maybe by the time we're releasing Season 3, we'll be wrapping up Season on on uh, YouTube, because I'm not going to stop uploading to YouTube until I run out of episodes to upload to YouTube. So if you'd rather have a nice little visualization, or you prefer YouTube to Spotify or iTunes or Google Play, come check us out there. Definitely, yeah. But even on top of that, hopefully we will be bringing more video to YouTube as well. I I actually um, was really thinking about, I've got some stuff planned that I want to do. Uh, I was thinking about putting it up on my YouTube, but it makes more sense to do it on the the Guild, uh, Caster's Guild YouTube. So I, I think because my personal YouTube is is kind of like the one I use to watch things. Mm-hmm. I put some stuff up on there, but yeah, you know what I mean? Also, I really like the project you got going of the videos for the future for your daughter. Oh, and that's yeah. not, that's a, that's even a different YouTube channel. Oh, okay. okay. And yeah, I, I don't even want to put stuff on that. None, none of the, none of the guild stuff will be going up on that. But yeah, if, if again, I'm going to keep working on that as well. I have some stuff planned. Um, and again, if you go and watch, I would definitely appreciate it. But just keep in mind, they're not videos for you. Yeah, they're they're videos for my daughter. They're videos for you know if something happens to me and I am not there for her, I will always be there for her. So, but again, if you go check them out and this gets and that 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 channel gets big, then that's that's great. All of that's going to go towards her. All, any anything I make off of that channel is going to go back into that channel or into funds for her. That's not for me to get rich on. That's not for me to get big on. That's that is to make sure my daughter is comfortable because that's 
my duty as a father. Now, I'm going to get rich off of this, so make sure you come back here and... <laughs> also, you've been doing some really cool stuff over there on Twitch. Really? Thanks, buddy. I I, I am uh, focusing, I guess is what you could call it. Uh, I've, I've been doing it for a while, mm-hmm. you know, and, you know, obviously it started out slow, and I'm getting a small bit of steam, if you'll excuse the bit of a pun there um because i have been using more steam games lately too but yeah i'm getting more comfortable with the the platform i'm doing more stuff i have a regular schedule for the most part i'm really enjoying the people that come and hang out and i would love to have more obviously and um if i'm you know what i'm not even gonna say if i'm not mistaken uh our other guild master will be streaming at some point too i just need new equipment it'll it'll happen Yep, once he gets new equipment, we're going to have two Guildmasters up and running, both hosted on the Guildmaster, uh, the Guild Train, Guild Train, train, uh, Twitch. This is our current mobile Guild Hall, the 18-wheeler we're working on, but our current mobile Guild Hall is the train. Yep, the Guild Train. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I'm really, really working hard to make something of myself, I guess is what you could say. And I'll say, I'm not there for every single stream, but I try to be there as much as I can. And we have fun. The conversations that we have and uh, watching uh, my fellow guild master be goofy while he plays some games. Um, we have a ton of fun over there. I'll say the best times I have, the best times I have is when I completely abandon the game and jump into the conversation. Yeah. The, it's like the game is just playing its music in the background. And I'm over here talking about this. Yep. Those are the best times that I have. Yeah, we have a lot of fun. I also need to find some more dating games. Oh, yeah. Dream, Dad- Dream Daddy's been doing pretty good for me. And uh, Monster Prom, I just unlocked a whole bunch of stuff. So I-, I may have to keep playing that again for a little while longer. But I don't know. Maybe I'll do Boyfriend Dungeon. Yeah. There's, something. there's a lot of them out there. man. I mean, like, I'd love to see you dive possibly into Hatoful. Hot- hot- I think it's a Hatoful Boyfriend. It's It's a pigeon dating simulator. My gosh, <laughs> it, it's great. Um, yeah, there's there's a lot of but there's even a KFC dating simulator. I saw that a uh, a certain spawn wanted uh, wanted me to get that for her, so <laughs> I, I did. I found out about that one because there's a corgi that's one of the characters. So, oh <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll have to I have to look into it because I want them to be funny. So yeah, you, yeah, you know. Yeah. Obviously, if I got any of the serious ones, there's probably going to be boobs or something in it. So yeah, yeah. You know, um, let's let's stay away from the Sakura series. The uh, Sakura. <laughs> yep, let's stay away from that one. Yep. And uh, oh, you know what would be a lot of fun? There's one called Doodle Date. Um, Doodle. Okay. Where you draw every character that's in it, and you draw different things that come up, and. Uh, we could get on that and do that together, and possibly I will draw all of your dates. Like you that can would make be, all the decisions, and you you can be the main character, but I'll draw everything for you. In which case, that that might be a fun thing to do. Yeah, definitely. And I wish I wish also that like Doki Doki Literature Club wasn't so permeated that everyone knew what was going on, because if I could play that with you and like level the surprise on you that would be awesome but like obviously you know what you know what's going yeah, on like it's everybody knows what's going on at this point so. yeah 
Yep. But yeah, I uh but yeah, I will say that, you know, I'm doing that. I'm looking into new games. You know, obviously there are new games coming out. What was that game that we were just talking about a while back? Anyways. The Chocolatier one? Mm, no, but I will definitely want to play that, but it's going to be a little while out. But I think we mentioned it earlier, and I think I completely... Oh, yeah. Um, 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 Knights of the Old Republic. I'm definitely going to oh, want to yeah, play yeah. that. Yeah. Um, I, I will I will play my my normal PC of Nevartan. <laughs> That's not Revan backwards. Of course. Of course. <laughs> but yeah, um, I'm looking forward to that. Um, and I mean the the Pokemon Legends Arceus. I mean, good lord, that'd be a good one to play on there too. This looks so cool. So cool. I will also say mm. technical difficulties be damned. Whether I have new or not, um, the first weekend in November, I will be doing my yearly charity stream. Somehow, I will be playing video games online for twenty four hours. Um, <laughs> if I have to use the PlayStation 4's inbuilt system for Twitch, that's what I'll do. But essentially. I will be playing video games for 24 hours straight. You can come and check me out. You can donate. Now, I am still trying to figure out some details, but normally I uh, do this charity stream for Extra Life, um, which is a wonderful organization. If you decide that you want to do something for Extra Life this year, I say go for it. We actually have a team set up in our Discord if you'd like to join our team. However, I've had some family stuff go on this year. And uh, my niece is going through some stuff. She has to have an entire colon transplant. And her medical cost for the first year is looking like it's going to be about one3 Um So we've got some fundraisers going on there. So I will probably be, instead of posting my extra life links, I might be posting some of those links. And that might be the cause that I'm this year. And I don't think anybody would blame you. Yeah. But if you'd like to see me stream some video games, um, and, and trust me, the end of that 24 hours always gets very interesting every year <laughs> as I am sleep deprived and running off of pure caffeine and just trying to play anything that might keep me awake. So, yeah, you you've seen me in that state before. <laughs> if nothing else, just come for the lulls. <laughs> yeah, and, and definitely don't hesitate to support because, you know. Again, it's a good cause. And, uh, you know, speaking of our Discord, we're still going to be on Discord. You can yep. come and hang I, out with us on Discord. I plan on probably doing some stuff on uh, maybe Mondays, maybe Tuesdays. I may just, you know, game and just probably hop into a channel. Mm -hmm. You know, it won't be it won't be Twitch, but, you know, I, I want to be I want the guild to know that I'm still here, even though we're on break. So and uh, if you've ever wanted to playing a game run by one of the guild masters come check out our parcelli on uh, on our discord i am running a game right now and you can come in and type in and join the game Super yep fun. i tried to i tried to seduce an orc and it didn't work out very well or uh, seduce a troll and it didn't work out very well apparently apparently take troll means something else yeah yeah so <laughs> but uh if you're familiar with the 1980s era text adventure style i am games it's pretty much what it is, except it's played with a whole community instead of just one player. So, but you guys are all playing as one player, so it's it's a lot of fun. Um, I think so, anyway. And uh, we now have, thanks to an episode that is lost to time, uh, we now have a not safe for work channel on our Discord. So, you of War. <laughs> come check out 
our nonsense. But that conversation, if you if you is that is that lost to time completely? Is that is there at least a sound bite on there that I might be able to save something that at least explains titties of war. Okay, because uh, it's, it's, okay. it's half of the episode is gone. So as long as it takes place in the second half, which I believe it does, um, you you should go through and at least try to find some good sound bites and be like, "This is what we could salvage." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but those might make it as audiograms to our YouTube. I think, and yeah, like, you know, oh, yeah. Uh, I'll title it "The Lost Episode." Yep. Um, but also on our on our uh, on our Discord. Uh, if you are active online, don't don't hesitate to come in and promote yourself. We have a channel for that. Let us know because you know what? We may want to check out your stuff. Mm-hmm. Our guild members may want to check out your stuff. Come and talk to us on other stuff. Tell us what you think we should do. We have all kinds of stuff that we we would love to have your interaction in. You know, keep us busy. We're on break, but we, you know, we're not going to we're not going to be just lounging around. We want to try to, you know, make things better. So yeah. We're going to take this time off to become huge internet celebrities and then come back and do a do season three, you know? Yeah. Bring so get in from the out to season three. Yeah. Get it. Get in on the ground floor or uh, with the, with two seasons of foundation. I mean, that's that's what a lot. Of, that's what a lot of internet celebrities don't do is lay out a good two season foundation. Right. To right. their celebrity. We're a slow burn. We're not a flash in the pan. That's right. We're here. Mm-hmm. We're we are like you know we're going for Rhett and Link longevity here. We are we are both here for a good time and a long time. Mm-hmm. Good and long, and it's not going to be easy. It's going to be hard. Mm-hmm. Good, good, long, and hard. hard Wait, where's this going? Long time. <laughs> That's yep. Weird. Okay. <laughs> now I want to play Dream Daddy again. Dream Daddy's definitely here for a good hard oh, long time. Shit. I actually. I actually have to go back and play a little bit of Dream Daddy because I forgot to say. Oh no, the game crashed. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. The last time and didn't save. And then when I went to play this last time, I was like, "Why aren't why aren't these people ready to be you know taken to bed? What's going on now?" <laughs> so yeah, I I need to go back and I need to get those people back up so that I can you know end it when it's supposed to. And I think I'm going to have a good day of just. Okay, I'm going to go in and I'm going to get the last heart on this one. All right, end game. Go back, get the next one. <laughs> yep. Yeah, there you go. Oh, man. Check me out on TikTok, too. Yep. Check us. Uh, I'm on TikTok. You know, I'm trying to do what I can to to get that going. And um, I'm get... on TikTok. And now that we are on break, I might have some extra time for recording some TikToks. And I might start posting stuff again, too. And we also have a um, TikTok for the Casters Guild as well. Mm-hmm. So, you know, be sure to check that out as well. I will also say we did get our first affiliate this season. Um, oh, yeah? Geekyclean.com. And we aren't the only ones who are growing. Um, they are growing, too. Uh, I saw their Halloween stuff for this year. Uh, much bigger than it was last year. And they had some cool Halloween shit last year. Uh, they got, right now, a bath bomb that looks like a skull. And it's got a D20 implanted in the forehead of that skull. It's pretty fucking sweet. And like uh, I said before, even before they were our uh, affiliate, it, it I loved their stuff anyways. You know what I mean? So I was like shocked when we got them <laughs> as an affiliate. And um, now that 
when season two and season one were out of Critical Role, they released a bath bomb for every character. So I imagine now that season three is here, we're going to get, we'll, I will be shocked if we don't get a bath bomb that smells like fresh cut grass. Oh, or pussy. Exactly. <laughs> I thought we were going to get to the end without actually saying the joke. I should have known better. It was. <laughs> you set it up so well, though. I couldn't. I did. I did. And, like, I, I also should have known better because we have not been able to plug our affiliate yet without being wildly inappropriate. Wildly. <laughs> I don't know. So why go to geekyclean.com and <laughs> yeah, geekyclean.com slash guild decree or use code guild decree at checkout. And the other cool thing is watch them on uh, friend them on Facebook, follow them on Facebook, follow them on Twitter, whatever. Um, when they announce sales and stuff like that, the guild decree discount code stacks on top of the sales. So if they're doing, you know, whatever percentage off and you add that our code and that's another percentage off you get yourself a nice little sale oh yeah but you you know it's funny is though you in in all seriousness you know i think i'm really excited for ashton's dice set oh yeah oh yeah the dice set that comes um, in the bath bomb for that one oh yeah that's gonna be awesome. i'm prime for that shit <laughs> that's gonna be a good one i mean really thinking about it i think all of them all of them are going to be really interesting bath bombs. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The, the people over at Geeky Clean have their work cut out for them for season three. Oh, yeah. Again, Talison hates people, so. <laughs> <laughs> hates the fan artists, hates the cosplayers. <laughs> Specifically the cosplayers. <laughs> work hard. <laughs> yeah, they, 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 the cosplayers definitely have their work cut out for this one. Mm -hmm. What else? Yeah, I mean... I guess that, I guess that's all I got. You know, check me out on YouTube. Check me out on on Twitch. I mean, God, please check me out on Twitch. Um, I still got some stuff to work out with PayPal, but I mean, if come and throw his knees and beg you. He will. I will. I will on camera on Twitch. I will do it. <laughs> I, you know what? You come in. You come in and you drop. You drop. I'm trying to do the math. Two thousand bits. Two thousand bitties. 2,000 biddies. That's, yeah. You drop 2,000 biddies, I will drop on my knees and beg you to subscribe to my channel. And you don't even have to. Just drop, just drop, just drop those biddies and I will drop to my knees and beg you to pay the four ninety nine to subscribe to my channel. <laughs> we might, uh, we might have to set that up as a channel point reward at some point in time. Like spend this many channel points and Baron will drop to his knees and beg you to actually spend money. Yep. <laughs> Look, you've been you've been watching me long enough to save up that many channel points. Might as well. Yep. Yeah, that would work. That would work. That would that would really work. I like that one better actually. I was just being funny with the whole spend twenty dollars and I'll beg you to spend five more. <laughs> but yeah, I like I like the whole uh the channel points. You 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 spend that many channel points, I will beg you to actually subscribe. Like Please. <laughs> You're obviously here and enjoying the content. Come on. <laughs> oh, all right. Well, I think we've covered uh, just about everything that we did this year and everything that we'll be doing up until 
the next season. Um, except email us, castersguild at gmail.com. Especially all yep. you guys who are catching up. I see you on the analytics. I see you catching up. You send us the good. You send us the bad. Um, you send us the really good. <laughs> Wink. Uh, I don't know what that means, but um, all of it's going to get... All of it's going to get screened through the, the Caster's Guild email. and there's, um, a, there's a hell of a good chance that if you leave us some good stuff in the email, that we might get you on an episode for Season 3. If you think you like listening to us, why not come talk? That's true. I mean, and, and I think that's something that I think I want to... Like, even if we got, like, super popular and, you know, we had, like, actual celebrities wanting to be on the podcast, I think I still want to get our non-celebrity guild members into our chats and stuff. Yeah. 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 You know what I mean? Cause I mean, yeah, we may be able to get like, say we got super popular and we got Brennan Lee Mulligan or something like that on the, uh, on the channel. You're trying to make me cream my pants here, man. Like... <laughs> yeah. We're, we're going to have to do a dimension 20 one next, next year. Yeah. Yeah. If we did one on critical role, I think Brennan Lee Mulligan, Brendan Lee Mulligan also deserves an episode. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I really got into them this year and I was amazed with all of them. Mm -hmm. With all of them. Because it I it never mind. We're we'll we'll you know what? We'll talk about it next year. We'll yep. talk about it next year. Um Yep. But yeah, even if he would even if he would be inclined to be on one of our shows, I still want to have, you know, Guildmaster Cabot and you know Guildmaster Billy come back on and talk about the things that they love. Yes, because that's what we are. I mean, yeah, we it's we're we're still just geeks, and you, I I think that if you, once you reach a certain level of celebrity, you're not just a geek anymore. Mm -hmm. You are you are yeah. So royalty, if you will. Yep. But I'd still like to. I'd love it if we still stayed. Right where we are, even if we got famous for some reasons. Yeah. All that said, make us famous. <laughs> Just uh, look, you know, you got your your toddlers. They gotta have something on their tablets. Why not? The guy, yeah. Why not just let them listen to us for hours yeah. on end? Just just put us on repeat. It's yeah. fine. It's cool. I mean, we're both we're both fathers. We we know that what we have to say is is going to help shape the next generation. Yeah. Titties of war. Your discretion is advised, though. Just, just, <laughs> we say some shit, let me tell you. <laughs> but with that, um, I'd say, you know, see you next year. That's all I can say. Yep. I, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. All right. Bye, everybody. Bye. 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 Bye.